Welcome to the Side of the Desk podcast, hosted by Fidelity Jobs and the Women's Leadership Group. We're here to have deep discussions on the authentic experience of being a working professional in today's ever-changing workforce. Wendy Kennedy, and I'm the Head of Talent Development and Learning at Fidelity Investment. We know managers have always had a lot on their plates, but over the last few years, especially since the pandemic, they are asked to do even more. It's never been more challenging to be a manager. To dive into this topic, I'd like to welcome two guests. First is Bill Ackerman, the Head of Human Resources for Fidelity, which today employs over 58,000 associates in sites across the globe. We're also joined by Laszlo Bach, the co-founder and CEO of Humu, a company that makes it easy for managers and teams to improve every single week. Bill, Laszlo, welcome. Thank you. Great to be here. Thank you, Wendy. Before we completely dive in, Bill, Laszlo, you both have known each other for a few years now. How did you meet? When I was early in the role, I said, I got to find some people who know the craft of various parts of HR. Uh, and Laszlo was someone that I wanted to reach out to. So I was particularly intrigued by his people analytics background, which I had read about in his book. So I jumped on a plane, flew to California, had a great meeting. And ever since then, he's been a great mentor to me. And I consider him a friend. I remember when you reached out, um, and of course I was going to make time, but it's a joy when work and friendship can combine. And it's just been an amazing journey. That's great. I would love if each of you could share just your worst and best advice you've received from your managers along the way that still sticks with you today. The best advice I've ever been given for managers and as a manager was share way more than you're comfortable with. A lot of managers have a tendency to want to hoard information or keep things to themselves or not make themselves look vulnerable by saying, I don't know the answer. But the problem with hoarding information and not sharing is fear and doubt live in the silence. And your people will assume things are wrong or bad or worse if you don't fill that emptiness with whatever information you have. So the best advice, share more than you are comfortable with, with your teams. The worst advice I've ever gotten, and it's particularly true in this pandemic and with everything else going on in the world today, was as a manager to focus on your team's productivity as the top priority. People who are stressed out, who are panicked, who are exhausted, who are freaked out, they're not going to do their best work. So as a manager, the most important thing you can be doing now is actually the opposite of that advice. Don't focus on the productivity first. Focus on them as human beings and be there for them. And the productivity will follow once you give them some room and some support. Well, probably the best advice is also pretty simple, but I think uh, you should not really change who you are. I had a great boss one time that said, don't forget about your strengths. And if your strengths are edge, energy, and enthusiasm, don't lose those strengths. Thank you both for sharing. Thinking about over the last two years, I've been pushed to learn and grow in areas I never really thought I'd be faced with as a manager on a regular basis. One area is about fostering vulnerability within the team and making sure individuals feel comfortable talking about what they may be struggling with both professionally and personally. But more importantly than listening, also being ready and willing to offer help, specifically when it comes to work-life balance. So sometimes that meant that I had to lead with vulnerability, which wasn't something I was necessarily comfortable with all the time. Mm -hmm. With that real skill or capability I've grown over the last couple of years, it happened through a lot of vulnerability and willingness to, to try, even when it felt uncomfortable. So we know 
that our managers are facing a lot in supporting the people that they lead. But yet it feels really hard and challenging to cultivate and develop strong managers. Why do you think it's so challenging right now? I think quite simply, it was actually hard to be a good manager even before the pandemic. I think managers right now are trying to navigate really charged topics where polarizing energy of a charged topic can break down relationships and actually divide teams. And that's really hard for a manager, uh, including great managers. And I think managers, are they don't feel good when they can't give a clear answer to a clear question. When we look at attrition data across the Humu customer base, more than half the time, 52% of the time, employees say that they would have stayed if their manager had done one or two things differently. And that could have been checking in on them. That could have been giving them a little extra time off. And in fact, two thirds of employees say they prefer a better manager over a pay raise. So again, this makes it harder to be a manager. And one of the most important things you can be doing today as a manager is actually paradoxically carving out some time for self-care, whether it's an hour a week to go for a walk on the block, uh, maybe it's you know a couple hours to have lunch with a spouse or a friend, just not think about work but to recharge your energy so you can be there for the team under you. It's really great advice. And it's sobering to really think about how much our managers impact the day-to-day associate experience. I know at Fidelity, we invest in strong leaders and managers, of which we know sets the experience apart. But let me just give you a few quick Fidelity stats. We have over 6,000 managers across the globe, and almost 700 are new since the start of the pandemic. Many of them were hired in the last year to support our growth. Bill, can you talk a little bit about how we at Fidelity invest in strong managers, including hundreds of new managers, which set the associate experience apart? We have what we call managing at Fidelity. It's geared towards new managers, and we've had to course correct. We've tried regional manager forums, which is all about connecting middle management to the top. We've really launched things like allyship as an example, where we want managers to get that. Your team is leading this, Wendy. We're now launching... um, help for navigating some of the polarizing topics uh, that I mentioned earlier, because whether that's re-entering the office or other things, managers are going to need help there. So, you know, like a lot of big companies, we have a portfolio of, uh, of tools for managers, but even those sometimes traditional things need to be supplemented by something different. And that's where we came in contact with Humu to try something different. So it's geared to all managers and uh, it's complementing other things that we do um, because Different people learn in different ways. So we have a various portfolio of things, of which Huma is a big part of it. Yeah, for me, one of the things in this journey we've been on over the last uh, four, almost five years together with Fidelity, uh, that struck me is it's really an institution that cares deeply about its people. You know, a lot of companies say talent's our most important asset, but at Fidelity, every single member of the leadership team I've ever interacted with and up and down the org chart people really care about how everyone's doing. And there's all kinds of things that the company's done through the pandemic to demonstrate that. On the Humu side, one of the things we've helped with is we use Nobel Prize winning behavioral science to figure out exactly what each manager needs to work on. And then we send them personalized nudges or short science-based suggestions on how they can improve. And the nudges are basically a, a virtual personal coach for every manager. Uh, What's special about them, though, is we're also nudging people around you. So you're not in it alone as a manager at Fidelity or elsewhere. You've got your team members supporting you, your peers, your boss, and that together makes it easier to change. So if you're at Fidelity, there's a ton of amazing things going on for you. 
But one of the most important special things is this is a company that really invests in making their people better and making life better amid pretty trying external circumstances. Thank you, Laszlo. Bill, you mentioned a, a few different tools that we have. Can you share a little bit about what the data that we're getting from those tools that we use that we're learning? Yeah, I think our, our analysis shows that there is a strong correlation between manager effectiveness and associate sentiment. And so, you know, with the help of Humu, we're seeing improvements in areas that associates have told us were important, the structure and process and seeking and giving back feedback and prioritization. And we're also seeing associates feel valued and appreciated and connected to opportunities to learn and grow. And that's all based on, on data. On a personal note, I've gotten better as a manager because of the nudges of Humu. And to really personalize it, I have like little yellow stickies that used to be on my desk and are sometimes on my window in my home area to remind me of the two things, which for me, it's about recognition and, and providing clarity to my team. So as a manager, I believe that the data works for fidelity. And as a manager, I believe it works for me as an individual manager. So thank you, Bill. So we've covered a lot of territory today. And before we wrap, I wanted to go back to where we began, which is advice. So when you think about the advice that you can give to the individuals listening to this podcast today, what's the best career advice you can share? I would say if you're an employee considering a job move, don't just ask about how your new um, manager will support you. Ask how your new manager is going to be supported. Um, because that's going to translate into a really good experience for you. Laszlo? You know, one of the things we, we talked about is whether you stay at a company or not has so much to do with the quality of the manager you have or the manager you actually are for your people. That's all about driving retention and keeping people around. And underneath that, a layer deeper is, are you in an environment where you're going to be growing and learning and be supported and challenged? So the best way to actually assess that when you're thinking about switching jobs internally or, or even externally is what does that company have in place to gather, share, and most importantly, act on the feedback you're giving? When you ask for help, does it get provided or does it get ignored? Is it okay to even raise your voice? And Fidelity's taken a lot of steps to be an employer that does that. Um, there's all kinds of tools, all kinds of fora all kinds of ways to make sure that that loop is closed between what I think I want, what I say I want, and making sure I actually get it, which will help me grow and learn. Um, and to be honest, probably one of the best companies on the planet at it right now. That's great. Well, Laszlo, as always, we appreciate just your partnership and just the resources that your tools enable us to be able to serve our leaders better. Bill, it was great advice and thinking that you shared today as well. I want to thank you both for your time today and look forward to the next conversation. Thank you so much, Wendy. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to this side of the desk episode. And thank you to our recording studio and editors who make our episodes possible. For more information about working at Fidelity, check out fidelitycareers.com.